You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Visit mashthosebuttons.com for a full podcast schedule. Welcome to another episode of Watchpoint Radio, Mash Those Buttons podcast dedicated to Overwatch and its community. I am Jared, also known as Ja, and I'm here with Jason Bond, also known as Emery. Hey, what's going on, everybody? And Mikey Kenny, also known as Keylock. Yo, what's up, guys? This is episode number 39. We are recording on January 10th for release on January 11th. Uh, quite a bit to talk about today. We're going to talk about what's on the PTR, mainly the so-called nerfs to Roadhog that aren't really nerfs, but the real nerfs that went to D.Va. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about, you know, Valentine's Day event, question mark. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, we're going to talk about that Chinese law on RNG that people were talking about a few weeks back. I kind of ignored it. But something came up this weekend that made me want to talk about. So we're going to talk about that a little bit and talk a little bit about map rotation and getting to, uh, you know, community emails. Uh, before we do that, though, I want to welcome anybody who's listening to Watchpoint Radio for the very first time. Thank you for uh, taking the time to listen to our podcast. We, we really appreciate it. And just so you know what you're getting into, Watchpoint Radio, uh, you know, we, we, we do talk about esports a bit. But to be honest with you, this show is primarily uh, for the community, about the community. So we talk about news and community issues and, you know, things like that. Mostly it's complaining. Mostly it's complaining. <laughs> it's so, literally like, <laughs> just, this is like an hour and a half bitch fest. So just get ready. <laughs> no, every week. No, we're joking. <laughs> it, is, it is not always constant complaining unless you listen to last week's episode. Or you listen to the episode where it's just jaw. Yes, if yes. you listen to my solo episode, yeah, that was a what episode number rant. was that? Do we know? I I can't remember. It's off probably the top best if it stays it buried. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I like to resurface um, the bad. That's the whole point of this. <laughs> that's how the Church of ba- Ja was born. Oh <laughs> it was goodness. born from the hate from that episode. <laughs> it was all so. literally was. <laughs> Yes, quite literally. (laughs) Leave Jaw alone, he makes a religion. But Bond, you've been gone for two weeks, why don't you tell everybody where you've been? I told them that your immune system was a punk bitch last week. Uh, Um, Yeah, somebody told me that on Twitter. I knew there was a reason (laughs) I started using Twitter again. There you go. Uh, Yeah, most of it was spent in bed there, Uh, but uh, I did get some Overwatch in, finally. I got to play a bit with, uh, you know, shout out to Goose Knuckle there and his buddies. Got quite a few games in was able to really uh, take charge and help people out. It was a lot of fun. I got to play Oasis once, because that's all I saw in the quick play rotation over the week and the weekend. That was pretty cool. All right. And what about you, Mike? Oh, you know, just grinding on Oasis in the arcade and getting my loot boxes that way this last week. <laughs> um, 
and playing quick play. I played some comp. I actually raised. I'm like a uh, hundred points away from raising my rank up from gold to platinum, so I might work on that some more. Uh, okay. I'm like 125 or something like that. I can't remember exactly. Nice. But I might like if I can just like get a streak going, I might be able to get in plat, get my plat rank back. Well, how many matches on competitive have you played so far? Outside of my ten, or like what? Yeah, yeah. Outside of your placement matches, six, seven. Really, and you're not getting the fifty SR anymore? No, I mean not really. I didn't get fifty SR when I got out. I was getting like oh wow, I was getting yeah, I was, like thirty, forty. But it might be because I don't know if because it was punishing me for being in a team of six, or what? I don't know. No, because I know on Xbox. Because the thing is, I haven't even placed on PC yet. I just placed on PS4. On Xbox, when I placed, I, I think I had at least 10 games where I was getting about 50 SR per win. No, I was getting like 20, 30, 40 points. 40 points at like best. Really? Okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah I still need to place. I was planning on maybe doing it this weekend, but I got pulled into some some Overwatch uh, on console. And I got to tell you, Saturday has been was the worst Overwatch day I've had in a long time, I don't, I don't get it. Like it was, and that's across Xbox and PS4. I played on both consoles, and I think I played on Xbox earlier that day, and we just weren't. It was, and it was quick play too. And normally, I don't get upset during quick play because it's quick play, right? Mm-hmm. Dude, I don't, I can't even remember what happened. I think my mind bl- like blacked it out. I was so mad. I was like, I gotta stop playing this game. I, like, I gotta stop playing this game right now. I'm getting very upset <laughs> at what's bad. happening. Yeah, that's how bad it was. I think I think maybe I'm just getting tired of constantly seeing Widowmakers and Quick Play that can't shoot. Like I, I'm constantly getting tired of of seeing that. Or or even even if you try Widowmaker, once you see that you're missing shots, if you're not getting kills, bruh, like get off the goddamn character. Like you know, switch to something else. Help us out. Help me. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Do something, but yeah, I, I think that's what was getting me upset. I think because we lost like so many times to people because people just wouldn't switch. I'm sitting there, like, I, and I, you know what? Another thing that bothers me when, when this happens when I'm doing well with my character, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, I'm getting kills, I'm taking out, you know, the people I'm supposed to be taking out, but then I switch because we have a need. So then I switched, and I now I'm doing a different job, and I'm doing that job well, but. Now no, nobody filled the gap that I was fulfilling before, and that bought, that irk that was irking the shit out of me, and that's what was happening on Xbox, and I really shouldn't have gone to PS4 to play uh, later that night, and uh, hopped on with Goose and Matt AF again, and um, our first game we won, but we won despite one of our teammates not helping us at all, and that was a little shaky. The other team was just that bad, and then we lost two games back to back. Just you know, there was nothing we could do. We needed we needed more than three. Like the other uh, the other three people on our team just weren't helping at all. They were off doing their own thing. And sometimes like they would they were you know it would be it was like a group of two, right? So it would be three of us, two of them, and then one extra. And the people in the group of two weren't even working together. <laughs> you know, like it was it was real bad. I ended up. After we lost two in a row, that's my rule. Like, if we lose two in a row, and nobody should take this personally. Like, if you're playing with me, 
and we lose two in a row, I'm gonna be like, okay, I'm out. Like I'm out for the I'm out for the night because you don't want to go on that losing streak. Go like if you keep playing after two losses consecutively, that third loss is gonna hit you hard, and more than likely it's gonna keep rolling. So I've seen so many people drop hundreds of points in one day because they won't stop playing. You gotta learn when to turn Overwatch, either turn Overwatch off, or take it back to quick play. Leave competitive alone and take it back to quick play. You gotta know when to do that. Uh, but usually I'd say, okay, let's do some quick play. Let's play that instead of competitive, but I was just so salty from Saturday in general that I was like, nah, fuck it. Like, I, I gotta go. I'm sorry, guys. I gotta go. So shout out to Matt, uh, AF, and Goose for uh, for playing with me and, and dealing with me and my uh, tilt, my anger issues <laughs> on Saturday. Because <laughs> I know I was a bit, uh, might be I was probably on a tilt, bit more aggressive than normal. he doesn't give a... Yeah, so, yeah, it's... um. Thanks for helping out. And then also last week I played with uh I played with crossover again. Timeless Soul. We were playing some quickly helping Waldy seventy seven get up to twenty five. Uh, Why you always dying? Thanks a lot for helping out. We had a nice group there. That was a real cool group of guys to play with. Real chill, even in the losses. But that was early in the, during the week. That was not Saturday. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, thanks a lot, guys. I really, really appreciate that. I had a had a good time. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I've been playing Overwatch. I've been mean, I've been. I'm always like, okay, I'm gonna play some PC this weekend, and then I'll hop on, and there's nobody on. Overwatch LF is down, and I'm like, should I just do it by myself at this point? And I'm kind of like, ah, I really don't want to do that, uh, because you know, the last two seasons I've just had terrible experiences, you know, placing solo. And I don't want to do that, so it's just... Yeah, I'm yeah, not doing that. That sounds like a terrible idea. Yeah, but I gotta do it. I gotta do it, so maybe I need to hook up with Mike when he's trying to push him to Platinum. Maybe. John's gonna take Mike to the Platinum Promised Land. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty uh, sure I can, I can help myself get there, but I appreciate the effort. Oh, I didn't say you. Oh, <laughs> shit! <laughs> That's what you were bailing on two weeks. That's- that's what he gets for slapping my hand away. Like, uh, I could, thanks, <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. Man, fuck Bond. That's okay. I'll make it there myself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, well, uh, yeah, let's let's get started. We are going to start with the PTR. PTR report. All right, so uh, I, I guess I think Wednesday of last week, News came out that Overwatch was not Overwatch, but a uh, Roadhog. Yeah, was getting it was getting nerfs. That's what the news was. Whoa. That Roadhog was about to it was catching some nerfs, right? Well, uh, they, yeah, something they, like that. that. That's that's because it came. It didn't come from an official news post. It came from a blue post on a Blizzard site, uh, or on, on the Blizzard forums to be uh, exact. Specific. Yeah. So uh, everybody's expecting, oh, Roadhog's gonna get he's gonna get nerfed. He's gonna get nerfed. And I mean, he got changed. I wouldn't call it a nerf, to be honest with you. It's uh, go uh, ahead. It's it, you're, you're probably gonna say the same thing, but it's it's a rebalancing. There's a it's a tweaking. Like he's not getting nerfed. He's not getting buffed. He's just getting tweaked. He's getting tweaked. Like he definitely like. So here's the changes. Basically, uh, his hook now breaks if the hook target moves out of line of sight before he pulls. So, if you're like a Genji, and you're jumping, and he hooks you in the air, but your jump leads you, like, let's say, behind a piece of cover, 
it'll break off as it pulls. So that's happening, and that's why a lot of people are like, oh, it's a nerf. Because now, like, it's going to be harder to get cheese hooks. Even though I got cheese hooked last night on the PTR, I mean, I got hooked through a solid lamppost. I mean, the, the, the goddamn chain was going through the lamppost, Mike. I, <laughs> so, I believe you. I, I mean, I, I didn't got, see the hook, but I believe you. <laughs> I, 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 I definitely I got cheese hooked last night. All right. Uh, but other than that, line of sight is now from Roadhog's perspective, not the hook. I can't understand why line of sight was, was, wasn't always from Roadhog's perspective. Why was it from the hook's perspective? Like, that, that makes no sense to me. Favor the uh, shooter. Additionally, excuse me? Favor the shooter. Who knows? Well, I mean, favor yeah. the shooter would still be line of sight of Roadhog, right? Yes, exactly, yes. Well, uh, but- so every time that happens, it's always, oh, you get the, the playback. You see that you're in line of sight of the, you know, the Roadhog, but, you know, that's what well, he that's sees. Well, that's a, that's end, a latency not. issue. That's a latency issue. That really shouldn't be happening that much anymore since they updated the tick rate of the servers back in September. I, I've still seen it happen. It happens, but I think the the rate of it happening has definitely gone down Oh, yeah, then. but it should... It should be much lower now. So, uh, additionally, all hook targets are pulled directly in front of Roadhog. If you ask me, oh, this is a Roadhog is... buff. Like that makes it so much easier so to nice. kill people with the hook. So nice. Oh yeah. So, like that was always the most irritating thing to me because I always thought, like, why is the hook hooking them and then bringing them to like my side or yeah. all this shit? And now it's just like, nope, come right to. Come right to me, right in front of me. Here's my shotgun. Here's my hook. You're fucking dead. <laughs> the thing I've never understood is like that bug, but they never said it was a bug where Roadhog would hook somebody and it would pull them behind him. Yeah, that would like, that would happen was, too. That was always annoying. How how was not how was that okay? That was super annoying, but no more. Now they just all get pulled directly to the front of Roadhog. I think we're gonna see a lot more crying soon. Like I think I think we're gonna see a lot more crying. Rip if you if, if you like Roadhog, if you main Roadhog, I think this is a great uh I think this is a great balance tweak right. that they did. Mm-hmm. And you know, if as long as you use Roadhog wisely, you you can make a huge impact. as as having a lot of hours as Roadhog and enjoying playing Roadhog to all the Roadhog players, let me tell you how good it feels when you hear that snap. And then you drag them, and now you don't have to worry about, okay, are they going to be the right? Are they going to be the left? Are they going to be dead center? Are they even going to come? <laughs> are they Are they going to get pulled around that wall? Like, when you hear it, you know it. And, man, it feels good just to see that fucking carcass come right up to you, and then just, bam! Dead. Just dead. <laughs> feels great. Feels wonderful. This is the wonderful. most, like, joyful Mikey has ever been on this podcast. I would agree. Feels so good. It feels it's just so it's just like snap and you just got him and you know like that fair is fucking dead. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, like they because it pulls them to the same spot pretty much. All you have to do is adjust for the character model. Yeah, it takes like it takes like like 2 to 3 games of adjustment. But man like ooh. Ooh, it feels good. It feels good. Yeah. <laughs> for those of you who are on the receiving end of those hooks, you better get your movement down. Like you need to make your movement non-predictable. Uh-huh. You really do. That's 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 the answer right there. Because if you just if you're Soldier seventy six and you're just running right, well, guess where my hook's going? <laughs> like that, that you're gonna get caught. Yep. 
Yep. So yeah, I would definitely. Uh, I, I think that the Roadhog changes are a okay. <laughs> I, I, we got a we got a jaw thumb of approval for this, really? Yeah. Oh yeah, jaw thumb of approval on the Roadhog changes because they they help more than they hurt. They definitely help more than they hurt. It's not a nerf. And if you were playing Roadhog and relying on cheese hooks anyway, then You're you probably dick. shouldn't be playing Roadhog. <laughs> yeah, you probably you probably shouldn't be playing Roadhog to begin with. Yeah, fucking fuck cheese hooks, fuck the cheese. Lactose intolerant. I still feel there'll be a little bit of cheese hooks, but cheese hooking is gonna go down dramatically. Yeah, yeah. So like I said, I got cheese hook in the PTR. So we'll see uh we'll see how it goes from here. Oh actually I do want to share a hooking story, right? Oh, that one where they're <laughs> yeah. Uh... Well, which one, the one where the guy pulled me down? No, I thought you were talking you about did. where your hooks were attached to different parts of the map, glitching. Oh out. yeah, that was a bug. That was a, that makes two stories. That was a bug where I, a guy, where I, an enemy roadhog, hooked me and killed me, and when I spawned, his hooks were still attached to me. Carry that L. Like, <laughs> yeah, like it was, it was, it was, it was weird. I think I have a screenshot of it. I'll have to uh, publish it. But uh, the other one was this. This guy who, uh, and Anna buffed me, and I was chasing him down. This is on, uh, uh, God, what's the name of the map? King's Row. And this is in the reactor. And you know how uh, there are parts of, you can, of the reactor that you could fall into and die? So, I, uh, I'm, I'm D.Va, and I'm chasing down a Roadhog amp, so I'm going to kill him. And the guy hooks it. The guy starts falling down, and he hooks me and pulls me down with him, right? So then he types, uh, "Haha!" You know, he starts, you know, doing, you know, that that stupid shit that people do. And he said, "Outplayed." And I had to remind him. I was like, uh, "I have spawn advantage, and if this game actually mattered, that'd be a really bad idea, genius." He was like, "Oh yeah," and it didn't say anything <laughs> after that. Oh, I so, feel stupid now. Yeah, so don't get so caught up in, in, in MLG and esports that you're trying to make some type of, you know, fucking, uh, <laughs> some type of, uh, you know, uh, what's the Overwatch League called? I forget. I, I forget what they're going to call it. The, their esports league. Like, you know, you're trying to make some MLG level play and fucking quick play PTR, folks. <laughs> and then embarrass yourself like that. Like, come on now. You know, so that was just a story I wanted to share. Anyway, let's move on to Anna, who uh, Blizzard is responding to the tank meta. I guess they're tired of it, too. And Anna's biotic grenade, is uh, her, the healing is being reduced by 50%. I don't think it affected the... Now, uh... Oh, the, go ahead. The, this is the healing that, not the burst heal, right, that you get from landing the no. grenade. It's the how much, like, additional, like, amp up mm. healing you get for shooting them extra or getting additional healing, right? Oh, no, I think it's actually the, um, I think it's also the burst heal, too. Because the, uh, the burst, like, I did, like, basically I wasn't saving any tanks with it. <laughs> I'll tell you <laughs> that much. <laughs> I was not saving any tanks, uh, with that. Now, I'll read exactly what they say here. They said, the healing boost from Anna. Uh, from us, uh, yeah, from Anna's biotic grenade was providing too much healing, so maybe it is the actual healing boost on allies has been decreased by fifty percent. Yeah, maybe it is the actual, uh, you know, uh, boost up, especially when used on targets with large health pools. 
Yeah, so maybe like, maybe it was the boost. So you but... still get the flat, like, throw the grenade down, get that healing burst in, but, like, your healing over time is reduced. Does that make sense? Like, I guess. Yeah, like that, yeah that, that makes a lot of sense. Either way, the change they made, like, you can still save a normal character. Like, you can save, like, oh, a regular, yeah. like, any, anybody else, but, but a character with a large health pool they they're not going to be able to just sit there and continue to take damage. No, like you will be. Yeah, yeah. they will be uh, out out damage. Like your your their damage will be um, the damage you're taking will out uh, will out deal the heals that you're pushing out. Yeah, you're gonna they're gonna have to fall back, but keeping them up while they fall back is still viable. I'll say a little bit, but only if they're like falling back, they can't just go diving straight in and keep taking damage. Yeah, I mean, generally speaking, I think the thing is that one Anna isn't going to be able to keep up three tanks. No, not no. anymore. Absolutely not. But the meta was two healers, three tanks. Well, not and necessarily some kind of because. Damage. Yeah, like there was like it was three tanks. Um, I think was there one DPS? I think it was one DPS, two healers. Yeah. Actually, no, because sometimes it was a four tank. Sometimes, sometimes it was it wouldn't always be two tank. It would be like it was definitely three. It was, it was definitely one healer for sure. So you had, uh, well, actually, it was three tanks, and then one healer, and then two people who swapped. Two people who swapped, and uh, it would be it would swap either between a third, a second healer, a Zarya. Or a Soldier 76. Okay, so they had a flex pick. Yeah, they had two flex picks. Okay. That's the thing, too. And, that, and that's why. So sometimes it was actually a four-tank meta with one healer. That's a lot. Definitely. And I think the changes are perfect. They, that won't be happening um, anymore, to be honest with you. So Anna, another... Uh, another Change that I approve of. Job approved. <laughs> now, the next person is Sombra. She has a slight change. Her hack has been reduced by 0.2 seconds. And, um... Because that's what yeah. she needed. Yeah. yeah like, it's like, I thought she's still in the same spot that she was before. Which, I gotta be honest, I think she's still a viable character, but she just doesn't fit the way the game is played. That's the problem. That's why I kind of chuckled and I wanted to say who. Yeah, Sombra does not fit the way the game is played at a professional level, and that trickles down in the competitive. Now, I I have my way of playing Sombra, which is actually pretty effective for me, uh, which I, 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 first of all, I don't engage anybody unless they're already in a fight. I usually, uh, what I usually do is sneak behind enemy lines, I hack their health packs and things like that so they don't have a way to get health actually i denied somebody yesterday and it felt so good like he was just <laughs> yeah i remember I mean, that he, he had he had to see the skull on the health pack but he jumped on the health pack anyway and was like just sitting there like nah nah this can't be happening this can't be happening and then he just got railed and died like he <laughs> it was awesome so I, I got to see somebody get denied yesterday but that's why I generally do that. And then once my team starts engaging the enemy team in a fight, uh, that's when I'll usually, you know, from behind, 
you know, I'll come out of Invis and I'll provide additional damage onto characters that are being attacked, and they die very quickly because of that. Like with the sneak attack from Sombra, yeah. I think Som- that's Sombra's a very good character to do that with. Uh, I, actually, I still think she'd still be pretty viable just for the fact that she can take down a Reinhardt shield. I don't understand why that's not a bigger thing. The problem, because in... probably if you're hacking the Reinhardt shield, ten bucks is someone standing behind that Reinhardt, and you're gonna get hit before your hack's done. And this buff actually helps that. But a little bit, yeah. But I have a problem still where I can be on an Anna. I'll I'll sneak up on an Anna. I'll put my gun to her fuck to her head, <laughs> and just like yeah. unload the clip. And it's like, because the spread and the damage is like how it is, she turns around, grenades me, sleeps me, shoots me, I'm fucking dead. Zenyatta, put gun to her head. Turns around, discord, bang, bang, I'm dead. Like, I should be able, as an attacker, to sneak up on a healer and just blow them the hell away. But I can't. And that's a problem. Yeah, we talked about that yesterday. Uh, that you know the healer, the models for the healers and characters like Symmetra are generally smaller models, and Sombra's spread is just too f- it's it's too wide to accurately hit somebody like that. You know, not to mention, I think well, at least for me, when I use Sombra's gun, I I I have a problem where I aim for people's heads, mm-hmm. and that's an issue. And in all honesty, I should probably be aiming for their bodies instead. Right, and I get that. I just feel like when I'm like real, literally like up close to them, like I feel like the spread should not be like that big of a problem, but it is to me. But right, I don't know. It is. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the thing. I mean, sure, they can tighten up the spread, and that would definitely make Sombra more viable. But they'd have to reduce the amount of uh, bullets she has in a clip. Fix the spread, amp the damage, forty rounds. Yeah. That's I think all that they're I, trying. That's all you need to do. They're trying to keep Sombra. They're trying not to change Sombra too much. They're trying to give the, the community an opportunity they, to actually <sighs> learn how to play her, right? So that you know, so that it could be something special. That but they don't want an Anna. They don't want an Anna situation. Yeah, unfortunately, the community, the way it works, and it's a shame is whatever the competitive community does. The you know you're gonna have a lot of people that try to follow that and do exactly what that is. And if the competitive community, and it's something that we're actually gonna talk about next week, how can how, how you know Overwatch competitive is played, you know if 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 basically if most of those competitive games look like two teams ramming against each other until somebody falters, then you know that's that's the way people are gonna fall. Like they they when they want when they when they want a DPS, they want somebody. Outputting DPS numbers. They need somebody putting damage on Reinhardt's shield, or maybe like a tracer that can focus damage on a healer while moving around. That's the thing. Like she, like Sombra is just like just this in between where she has escape mechanics. She can get behind enemy lines, but once she's there, she doesn't have great mobility unless you know you throw her translocator and try to escape. Whereas with tracer, tracer can be behind somebody. Put some, you know, put, you know, unload into a Zenyatta or a Mercy, maybe kill him, zip out, and just as easily zip back in. Mm-hmm. Sombra, once she uses her escape mechanic, uh, getting back in isn't as easy. And then on top of that, you have to wait for her escape mechanic to be available again. Yep. You know? 
So I think, I mean, I think Sombra, if the game was played a little differently at a competitive level, would be more than viable. I think having, uh, you know, tactically removing health packs from from the enemy, you know, basically controlling their side of the map is extremely asset helpful. Denial. Yeah, asset denial. Uh, you know, you being able to, I th- I think. I, uh, while Mikey's right, usually if Reinhardt's shielding, yes, somebody is going to be uh, close to him and they may hit Sombra. But I think a Sombra, you know, let's say, I would say three out of five times can still oh, yeah, hack a Reinhardt. Well, yeah, because you can keep that distant range. Like, her hack is pretty far. Um, yeah. The only... It's just... There's two things I wish they'd change about Sombra. And... I, one, I feel like the health packs are hacked for too long, and there's no way to really deal with that. Like, I feel well, like those health packs are until it's used again. Well, like, no, it's not. It's like hacked for a certain time frame, and like, there's no way yeah. to combat that. And all she has to do is just go over there and just like type away, and it's like, oh, there's another minute, and I think it's like a minute and what? Like 30 seconds? A minute 20? A minute 15? It's a minute and some time. It's pretty, it feels pretty long. Right. Um, there's no way to There's no way to lower it. There's no way to do anything about it. I just feel like there needs to be some kind of like, counterplay to it. I think, the, the at first I was like, yeah, it needs to, well, okay, yes, I think it needs to be counterplayed. Like, I think if you have a Sombra on your team, your Sombra should be able to unhack it or hack it from your for, I, for your team. I think I I think if you're standing on it, it should decrease the time faster. Like it ticks down quicker. Uh maybe. Like I I, I the reason I don't at first I was kinda like, yeah, let's not necessarily get rid of it but like, you know, reduce the time. After playing Sombra more, now I'm like, eh, if you reduce the time, right? Now you're just going to have... Now Sombra becomes all tactical, where she's constantly trying to get behind the enemy team and hack their shit, if that's the goal. Okay. I I can see that. Um, So maybe you're right. Maybe if you just have another Sombra, you can do a complete counter-hack. And then it's just like a hack war between you and the other Sombra. But I don't know. Um, I don't know. I I just really want them to fix her gun. Like, that's the only thing I really just want tweaked. For the most part, yeah, if, if they tighten it up a little bit, sure. I think, uh, you know, I think, I think that I, I, I think that's okay. But they would have to do something about that clip size. Oh, I've, I've, I've said this. Just amp the damage a little bit. 40, 40 clip size, since it's only one gun versus Tracer's dual guns. Tracer has forty bullets, but it's in two guns, so it's really like twenty in each. So she has one yeah. gun with forty, and you just fix the spread and amp the damage just a slight twidge of each bullet that's not, i don't know about that because dude when those bullets land they fucking land like <laughs> she, well that's why you only get 40 instead of 60 <laughs> right like I, like I have had times where my bullets have like almost all of my bullets land i'm like god damn <laughs> like you know, you like on like a Reinhardt or a Roadhog or something like that, because oh, that's yeah. the you only time you're just, gonna land all those bullets. <laughs> you just see health melt off of them, like holy shit! Well, I mean, but even in that you regard, know. she's still too niche. She is far too niche. I oh, explain. Go for it. I can't see much of a reason to really play a Sombra at all when you can take somebody else and do it better. 
I like the ability to disable turrets and disable shields. I don't know about you. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, but you <laughs> um, can just destroy them just as easily. I've, Not all uh, the time. It's, it dep depends have, on placement. Have you seen? Yeah, how, like, have you seen how well defended a Reinhardt Torbjorn bullshit combo can be sometimes with a unqualified but team? But you can get around that. Well, yeah, but it's easy to get around his Sombra. And his it's... shield. And his shields. Okay, so he's in a corner. Sombra's not going to be able to do much about it's that. It's called EM... It's EMP. Like, I mean, EMP is like... Turn, uh, night, right, so lights her are ult, off. Don't get me wrong. Her ult is very useful. Very if, useful. If you have if you have a, a Reinhardt in a corner and a shield is up, you actually still have enough room to get to the Reinhardt's body so you can hack him. You can get behind him. You can get beside him. Yeah. You might not want to be because he's going to hit you with his hammer, but... Well, yeah, you're dead once he goes Unless down. That's, right? But that's why you put your translocator over here. You go invisible. Yeah. You go beside him. You have got .8 second. Doot, doot, doot. All right, your shield's down. I'm out. Yep, that's that's pretty much it. I know. I'm just saying, like, I could, I could still accomplish that with a junk rat. Or, you know, if somebody else just put a little bit of fire on onto him with you, you can still go and take out a Reinhardt pretty easily. You can still knock that, you know, you can still knock out that, that turret. Well, here's the thing. Dealing with a Reinhardt-Bastion combo requires, uh, requires a coordinated team. Well, that's so, the thing. Her, her whole niche is basically coordination. If she has that coordination, yeah, she's going to be really well. But I feel that most people outside of maybe a competitive are not going to have that coordination. No, you know, like, I'm talking about if you don't have a Sombra. If you do have a Sombra, it still requires coordination, but less coordination. On top of that, if, you ha if you're dealing with a Reinhardt, even if you're not coordinated with a Reinhardt Bastion and you have a Sombra, if the Sombra, uh, let's say you're not coordinated, right? So the Sombra, instead of the Sombra taking down the Reinhardt, the Sombra takes down the Bastion. That's five seconds of Bastion not being hey, able to mow down Sombra your Sombra just goes to the point and says, hey, come deal with me. Exactly. Like, Plus, she could be on the point invisibly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> hey, you know your point's getting taken. Where am I? Oh, you you dis yeah you disabled your turret mode to come get me, or the Reinhardt left you to come get me. Oh, let me just translocate back now. Okay, bye. Yeah. Yeah. When the Sombra <laughs> hacks Bastion, the Bastion comes out of turret mode. No, so that's why uh, he's stuck options. in turret mode. He can't switch. No, he comes out of he comes out. Does of he really? Because I swear yeah. he can't. He okay. Like he gets pulled out because mm -hmm. it's an it's technically speaking an ability, you know. Yeah. So he gets pulled out of turret mode when you hack him. You sure? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if I'm if, check it out, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Just let me know. But I, I'm pretty I positive. Think, I think it just doesn't let him change anymore. So like he's only in turret mode, or he's only in human mode, and he can't switch. No, no. Let's see. Hold on a second. Let's see. We'll probably find out right now. Uh, but. Like, I mean, anyways, what we're trying to basically say is, yeah, you have to have coordination, but, like, with Sombra, you don't need as much coordination. Because you can just be uh, like, I'm on the point. Or, I just shot your Bastion up. Or, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, but, like, I, like, it definitely, like, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. Uh, coordination is better than non-coordination. Oh, any day of the week. Yep. But if you yeah. don't, but if you don't have it, well, I don't know. Yeah, does Sombra's hacker alt knock Bastion out of turret mode? Yes. Okay. 
Yeah, but it doesn't knock him out of tank mode. That's right. Well, I should have just thought about when I used my ult because I did I uh, did use my ult the other day on a station bastion, and he just popped right out of he popped right out of okay, uh, turret. That's cool. That's I wasn't aware. I just thought it'd make him so, yeah. come out of it. Kind of like how Lucio, you can't switch songs while you are right, attacked. Yeah. So, I mean, the thing about Overwatch, and this goes back to the esports aspect of it, is that, you know, Overwatch on esports is about damage, it's about kills, it's about getting picks, kind of the way you would play uh, other tactical shooters, you know. But when you play Overwatch, in most other cases, you don't. Overwatch isn't necessarily about kills. It's about getting the objective. And if you can distract a team long enough or stop a team from doing something, like Reinhardt bashing for a limited amount of time, long enough for your team to take a, a you know a good offensive position, that might be more than enough. Then uh, you know more than enough to get you into you know whatever objective you're looking to get to. I mean, how many games have we played in one? where the enemy team was all alive, but we still won, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's the thing. That's why I think Sombra, I, I, I think she is actually okay. I don't, I do agree. With my, I mean, I wouldn't mind if they tightened up her spray a little bit, mm-hmm. but no one blizzard. They like tighten up her spray and up her damage. And now she shoots 120 bullets. Like that's the way <laughs> they like to patch <laughs> over at blizzard. This patch you know, wasn't so, that bad, except for the next thing we're about to talk about. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So let's get to the bad news. Diva mans. I am so sorry. <laughs> this is you're you're gonna have a really bad time coming up. Yo, this is I can't believe what they've done with Diva. Like first they they buffed Diva to the point where you know, like she, where she's she's OP. They buffed her for no reason. I mean, like if they, okay, well, they wanted to make her more viable, right? And they could have just made her more viable by giving her that movement increase. That's all they had to do. But and the didn't. alt and the alt change and, and the alt change, yes. Uh, but now, like they have, they went from having her overpowered to underpowered. Uh, I. I expected that 200 armor, 400 health thing to hurt her a bit, but not the way it actually played out. I was like, God, this is crazy. So basically what happens with D.Va now is that her armor is 200 and her health is 400. Before or right now in live, her armor was 400, her health was 200. So that 200 armor, that, that thing goes away so fast. Before you could take a few hits, like a couple, you know, more than a, more than a couple of hits from Farah, right? Mm-hmm. Now, if you Farah hits you twice, man, you need to get the fuck out of there, like, because if she starts hitting you again, um, you know, with with just your regular health, mm-hmm. then yeah, you're gonna come out of mech pretty quickly. Junkrat is the same way, and this is the this is what concerns me the most is that. I think Junkrat is a problem. I don't like Junkrat as a character because I think Junkrat is too powerful for how he's too powerful for how easy he is to use. Uh, even with in Team Fortress with the Demo Man, the Demo Man could hurt himself. In most cases, Junkrat cannot hurt himself. You know, Junkrat can spam grenades all over the place. Somebody could be humping his leg. 
the grenade could go off and it will hurt the person that hurt it will kill the person probably that was that close to him but won't but nothing will happen to Junkrat. Yeah, the only thing right. I mean, well, he'll take a little damage but it's like so minute. Like are you talking you're not talking about satchel charge, right? You're just talking about normal grenade. Yeah. Yeah, he'll he'll take like a smidgen of the damage, but not the full-fledged damage that the enemy is taking. Nah, yeah, I, that's the thing. Like he, don't get me, I know he's built to spam, just like the 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 Team Fortress demo man to a degree. But like, yeah, you could just like, I I don't like the fact I have a junk rat bias. I don't like that he's so easy to play while being so powerful. I think powerful <laughs> characters. I think I think powerful ca- like characters that are that are high powered. Should have a higher difficulty to play. That's how I feel. You know, um, like you could still like, separate like, mediocre players from good players when it comes to junk rat, though. Bond, please. <laughs> like you, when I need to, uh, when I have friends who are bad at Overwatch play and they're having trouble with characters, I'm like, dude, just go junk rat. Keep shooting into that square. See, <laughs> like, I don't play oh, junk rat. Or I can tell them, I'm like, dude, just I follow me. That. <laughs> Follow me and shoot the grenades wherever I am. <laughs> See, I resent because that. More than As a junk rat player, I resent that. I'm not a junk rat main, but I do play junk rat, and I can I can turn around a match entirely with him. I used to play. I kill Ferris with so junk can rat. beginners. I I used to play a lot of junk rat, and then my friends started playing, and then like I just could never play junk rat again because it was always their fallback if like they got in trouble they'd play junk rat and then like so now i never play junk rat because i just that, i'm sorry it's always taken or whatever so it's <laughs> like that's fine i that's fine with me i used to play junk rat a lot in the beta and then like mm-hmm. ever since it's just like i don't have to worry about playing junk rat now everyone else does it for me he's right. versatile and he's powerful and i like that fact and the fact that he's got the concussion mind adds to it i think and adds that extra level that's actually pretty awesome yeah, so uh, the reason I'm bringing that I brought a Junkrat is because, you know, while Junkrat, I think, um, I don't like him as a character. I think he's too powerful for being easy to play. At the same time, D.Va was an amazing counter to Junkrat. Yep. Like, if there was a, if there was a Junkrat on the enemy team, I can make people switch out of Junkrat with D.Va. Yep, because Defense Matrix. Because you, you, you just make him completely, you, make, you can make that Junkrat completely irrelevant. Because even a Junkrat versus a Reinhardt, man, like, he will wear the shit out of that shield. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. D.Va would just fly in with Defense Matrix and then just go pew, 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 you're dead, I don't care. Yep. Like, and yeah, and like... And the, and the, and the, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Like, you just fly up to him with Defense Matrix up, you absorb all of his shit, and then you get into his face. Now, that's where the difference is, because you can still, of course, you can still fly up with Defense Matrix, you can absorb his, uh, his shots. However, now the problem comes at when you're in his face, you don't have, you may not have the survivability you need to kill him because you used to be able to zero down on him and shoot him and kill him even if he was still shooting grenades at you. Yeah. In order for him, in order for him to actually put, put you out of mech before, he would have had to hit you before you got in his face a few times, a few times. Now, it's going to take no time for him to get you out of mech, so he'll probably pull you out of mech and end up blowing you up, because he'll pull you out of mech, throw his um, charge, charge yeah. and then boom, blow you up. That's probably what's going to happen now. Like it's gonna be, I, don't, I don't think D.Va is going to be as viable uh, protecting against junk rats. Additionally, the damage of her guns were released from, oh, not really, sorry, but reduced from three to two, 
And on top of that, the amount of shots that she shoots per shot is it was increased from 8 to 11. So it actually sounds like a pretty nice trade-off, but unfortunately, it doesn't feel like it. So Blizzard, in their notes, they said that this should... They, they did note that this will make... That Diva will notice a reduction in damage. However, the damage should feel more consistent. I completely disagree. Yeah, I wouldn't... Because yeah. the, Sorry, go ahead. The damage against larger targets... You know, you you first of all, it's less, but it's, you know, you're doing more of it. But when you have targets that you're trying to like, like, like Junkrat, perfect example, skinny targets, Junkrat, mm-hmm. Symmetra, uh, Genji, Mercy, you have those small targets, your spray is so wide that probably most, uh, you know, those additional three shot or yeah, three or two shots, three additional three shots that they that they give you, probably not hitting me, probably not hitting, uh, that character model because it's so small and so you just have that much less right. damage like you're missing out I was on almost, eight points of damage or dude, i was possibly. like on top of us yeah i was on top of a symmetry yesterday and i'm shooting at them like dude their health is going down so slow <laughs> and your Damn. health is going down so fast because once she gets yes. because <laughs> once she gets past armor it's just like oh that health is just gonna get juiced out of you so i don't know yeah, that's the thing. Like, it's kind of like, um, whew, I don't know, man. Like, it's I, I was I actually did spend some time trying to figure, like, dude, how like what's Diva's purpose now? Like, what like what really is her purpose? Like, because before she felt like the tank that could actually go into a scrap, she could like fly into a scrap, put some damage down, and fly out. Now, if you fly into a mix-up, like you're probably gonna get pushed out of mech. Well, I think I think isn't that what they want? Wanted Winston to be though, someone that could like jump in, cause chaos, and jump the fuck out. Kinda, but Winston mm-hmm. doesn't put down the type. Well, now I would I would probably pick him over a Mercy, not Mercy, a, a Diva, simply because you know he can at least put his shield down and play the shield game with somebody. Yeah, and then jump out. But you know, Diva was like if you were trying to chase somebody down, like let's say a healer or something like that. You know, you'd hop in. I would hop in with Diva, at least be able to get the person with, like, you know, get like the the healer or whoever else chasing down out, and then you know come back in. And it really feels like Diva can't. She can't be by herself anymore. Which I guess was. I think it was kind of a problem when she had six hundred health. The fact that she could sit on a control point or a payload for an extended period of time. Well, and then she has out of mech mode where you have to like hit the scrawny target. Yeah. Like that's I just don't know what Diva really should be doing right now because her ability to absorb damage for her teammates just isn't there outside of defense like, matrix. Not like it yeah. used to be. Like, once you run out of defense matrix, sitting duck. Yeah, that, that that's it. Like you just now you're a huge target once you run out of defense matrix. <laughs> you know, and then once those shields come down, no, it's not shields, but once that armor comes off, like Soldier Seventy Six can just pour through you. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's you know, yep. it's, a, it's gonna be hard. Um, I don't. I hope this change doesn't go through. Like I'm like this. They gotta tweak this before it hits live. Like this can't hit live at the way it is now. Well, that's what we said about the changes before they made them. I, that's what I'm worried about because, like, that's what we said about Symmetra. And then she went fucking live. So I'm worried. That's this what is... we said about 76 and Diva before. I know. Like, so these are going to hit live and everyone's going to be like, 
what the fuck? Like, what's the point of the PTR if you're just gonna put it on the PTR and then just push it to live? So yeah, they can like make before. people ridiculously OP. Like Diva before, she was kind of like an anti-tank tank. Yeah, she was great at taking she, out she, Roadhog. She was great at taking out Zarya. Well, maybe not Zarya, but like uh, Zarya. But like yeah. <laughs> Winston, Reinhardt, she could deal with them. The only thing that she could do against Zarya that would piss Zarya's off is eat her ultimate. Yes. Yeah, but she was still a great all-around tank. She was like the anti-tank tank, and now it's kind of like, well, what is she there for? Because Zarya just... is still great. She's still a great tank to have, like you know, to so that you can. Uh, well, first of all, she can output a shit ton of damage, but she can also protect teammates in critical situations. Winston can hop in. You know, he has great mobility, so he can get behind enemy lines and take out smaller characters. Yeah, Reinhardt is fucking Reinhardt. Roadhog. <laughs> Reinhardt is Reinhardt. End discussion. Yeah, like, yeah, Roadhog. In my opinion, is is a. First of all, he he he's the my pick when I see that my team needs a tank, but we also need damage. Well, he's a pick character. You make picks with him. You can make great picks with Reinhardt. Uh, so not Reinhardt, sorry, with Roadhog, and now Diva's just kind of sitting there. But Diva cannot beat Roadhog anymore. No, she cannot. No, I've I've literally been like, oh, Diva. Let me just grab you. Come over here. It'll take two shotgun shells. Don't get me wrong. But like yeah. two shotguns, she's out of mech and then she's gonna be dead. Yeah, like it. she's. It's a it's a problem. I I really don't know what Diva's purpose is anymore. I don't think they really needed to uh, reduce her damage. To be honest with you, like I don't think that needed to happen because now it feels like you can't kill anything. I do think possibly, maybe, they could have increased her spread a little bit, because I will admit that shooting people from, uh, uh, I, I could definitely hit people and do decent damage from a longer range than I think I should have. So maybe they should have increased her spread a bit. But, yeah, I think right now, like, the, the thing is, like, she just, with the change they made to her damage, it's hard to to kill people now or hard, or yeah, harder than it should be to get kills especially it would be different if she had uh you know some other type of utility like being able to absorb a shit ton of damage but she can't do that anymore it's like she has no utility to do anything it's got to be one or the other you you know keep the 400 keep the 400 uh armor 200 health or keep the damage actually to be honest with you what I think would have been great with Diva, because I think ha- her having 400 armor makes sense because she's in a mech. She's in a machine. You know? Yeah. That makes sense to you guys? Story-wise, what it makes I, sense. What I think should should be the case is I think she should actually have uh, her mech should be f- somewhere between 400, let's say 450 nothing but armor. The mech. 450 nothing but armor and then after you break the armor she hops out and it's it's 150 just like you know body that would make that, sense uh, but that makes her like the weakest health it, in it tank doesn't matter though it's, it's like, still a bit no, of a Zarya back. has less health than her yeah but Zarya okay but Zarya's health can come back on her own cuz half of her health is shielding this, this is, is armor true. you literally have to find health packs or rely on your healer to give it to you back. She has you mobility. I, she has mobility. Do, but, but yes. like, 
Winston has 500, and it's just flat health. And he has a four second, like, four, is it four or five seconds? It's like a really, yeah, it's a five. low, it's, it's pretty low cooldown on his jump. It's the same, it's the same cooldown for Diva. Right, but that jump can go, like, that jump goes farther. way yes, fucking it, it farther. Can, <laughs> yeah, you could, you could definitely just Michael Jordan your way like, out of there. You can get in and out of a fight really quickly. <laughs> Diva yeah. has to kind of like, I'm getting, I'm still getting shot in the back, but I'm getting out of yeah. here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> but don't get me wrong. And the reason I think 450 of nothing but armor is okay, because most, like, you know, most characters don't have, even Reaper, like, even Reaper is going to have trouble with that. So, yes, you're right. Zarya's health can regenerate at least 200 of it, right? Right. Uh, but you have 450 armor, and that's super tough to get through. Mm-hmm. You know, that's super tough to get through. I think that's more than fair. Like, 450 armor, and then she's still alive outside of mech. That gives, that gives her 600 health pool total. Yeah, but that's like such a versus her like eight hundred and fifty or not eight hundred and fifty uh seven hundred. Right now she has seven hundred and fifty. Seven fifty yeah. health pool. Now you're gonna drop that to like four fifty. Yeah, but I think she would. You, I think she would survive longer with four hundred and fifty all armor health than she does right oh, now. Oh, right now, yeah, but like you're, I'm, I'm comparing this to like before. Like, there has to be, like, you're just in the middle ground, but I still think it's too, I think it's too low. Like, I don't know why it's not 300 health, 300 armor. Yes, I think that would be good as as well. But I think, like, you know, to give her, you know, to give her purpose in and out of mech, because basically right now, out of mech, she's just, she's just trying to survive. Oh, I don't, I think it would be, I take out turrets while I'm out of mech. mech, Let me, let me tell you about my turret destruction skills out of mech is D.Va. Oh, no, (laughs) you're too worried about D.Va getting knocked out of her turret, or out of her, uh, out of her mech. I can, I can still, I can still go to town and put some damage Well, unless, like, the team point blank, like, fucking knocks you out, and there's, like, a Reaper standing there, or a McCree, or something that's gonna, like, wipe you instantly. Like Soldier 76 with the Helix rockets, like... Like, you can, or, like, Winston's electrocuting you, and you were low health beforehand, and you get out of mech, Winston's probably gonna fucking kill you. Um, yeah, like you know, and, and Ryan that situation though. Reinhardt's gonna kill you. Probably a lot of mistakes that led up to that, though. <laughs> I mean, pretty much, if you get a jolted out of mech, the enemy has to do one of the two things: fuck up really bad, or your teammate is probably gonna have to save you. Yep. Or you're pretty much dead once you get ejected if they killed you at a. If they're surround, if they're surrounded, that's why you have control, like what, like where you pop out at. Yes. Which I, I like the fact that you can go up, down, left, right. You know where you when, uh, you know when you come out of mech. I just think the four like four hundred fifty of nothing but armor would be would you know would keep her alive longer than the ch- I, I'm almost the, certain the changes that they put on the PCR only, are coming. The only problem I have with that too is armor takes longer to heal up. So to keep her up, like is going to be harder on healers. Well, maybe she shouldn't rely on healers. Like to be honest with you, when I'm a when I'm a diva now, I don't rely that much on healers mm-hmm. because because I have so much. Well, mobility, you're gonna have to with this to patch. Pack. <laughs> well, yeah, now, yeah, now, yeah. Like that's the thing. Like that's that's what I'm saying. Like, but 
normally like I'll actually use my mobility and fly around a bit more. Yeah. To get so that the healer can focus on somebody no, else. No, I but. get that completely. That's what I do now too. But like I'm I'm I agree with you, four hundred fifty armor is tough to get through, but it's also tough to heal back up. Like it, it's agree. it's a give and take. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm not gonna. At least with like a little bit of health, like a smidgen on top of that armor, you can at least get that little bit up, maybe to do like a life saving throw, you know, or something like that. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. Don't get me wrong. I I, I see where you're coming from. I just we can go round and round. Like this can this can. It's gonna have to be tested. Sorry. (laughs) I don't think our damage would even be touched either. Even uh, if all that goes through, uh, make the changes to her health pool, and I think that'd be fine. Well, like I said, with her with her damage, I do think that she was able to hit targets a bit too far away, kind of like Tracer does now. I think Tracer God. can definitely hit from far away. Can we not talk <laughs> about the, the right spread? Like there. between Reaper and Tracer's range damage just pisses me off. I still yeah, want to know so. how shotguns headshot me from like as far away as it does sometimes. Yeah. Well, yes, yeah, so I'm not sure what they want Diva to be right now. I mean, like it was like this reminds me of like McCree, right? When McCree used to be a tank buster, then he wasn't a tank buster. It was like, well, what are they looking for McCree to do? And it was like, okay, fine, McCree is burst damage. That's what he does. He's a DPS that does burst damage. No longer a tank buster. I can live with that. Uh, but now I don't know what they expect Diva to do. I do fully expect people to get reported for D for using Divas <laughs> and competitive because like she's gonna be considered a troll pick now. Yeah, she's gonna be on Sombra level troll pick. Yeah, so I mean hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully it goes live and somebody shows me that I don't know what I'm talking well, about and then that's the way Diva's viable. Well but. we also have to preface <laughs> like we're on PTR. A lot of people aren't playing the way they normally would when they're on PTR. Yes. So we that have to preface true. all our conversation of PTR report with that, in a sense. So that is true. It is hard to gauge true balance uh, because people aren't necessarily playing the way they are. You know, your teams are lacking healers, shit like that. Yep. Um, I saw the famous console one healer meta a lot in the PTR. So that uh, that's. It, it, we'll see what happens when we actually go live with it, but I will tell you, Diva was getting her ass whooped with <laughs> the PTR. Let's be honest. That's yeah, what was she was. Yeah. Pretty bad. So getting her Let's ass be honest, whooped, though. So. Most things on the PTR are pretty goddamn one-sided. You've got that one oh, guy yeah. who picks the soldier when they up his damage and increase the spread. He's <laughs> just rolling through entire teams, so this yeah. time it was Diva. Yeah, so... Uh, the last thing that, and Mikey uh, brought it back to my attention, uh, was the, the join chat button is on the PTR. If you are not in team chat, there is now, like, on the character select team screen, there is a button that says join team chat. Uh, it is pretty prominent, I will say that, but I do think that it should be moved next to the continue button. Right now, it sits right above the uh, where the where the supports are, and I saw it once. You know, I was uh, I was out of team chat. I saw it, but there's some people who have tunnel vision and don't even look at that side of the screen when they're picking a character. I can't help people with tunnel vision. <laughs> like... I'm not saying it's not your fault. That's what I'm saying. It needs to be. I think it needs to be put right next to the continue button, like to the left of it. 
I think it needs to be put to the left of the continue button. And I'd be, I think that that would make it perfect. Also, no, actually, no, I'm wrong. It should be next to the, to, uh, should it be the left of the continue button. It should be uh, glowing, blinking. Oh my it god! It should have lasers. That's just obnoxious. Lasers shooting out That's of it. That's obnoxious. It should have lasers point. shooting out of it. There should be confetti <laughs> flowing next to it. And it should be playing like you know. I feel like um, that should be what happens to the support side characters whenever it says no healer. Like just confetti yeah. and flashing signs all around the supports uh, when it says it no be, healer. It should, be, it should be playing some type of stadium EDM song, <laughs> <laughs> so you know that it's there. It, it should be bouncing up and down, and <laughs> like it should be. It should be. Yeah, it should be very, very noticeable. <laughs> you know, it should be flickering rainbow colors. Like, I can just keep going. Like, it, I got it. <laughs> you know. I got it. I got a graphical user interface designer. I understand. It should, and on top of that, it should just get bigger and bigger and bigger until it takes up your full screen while you're playing. And it doesn't go away once you pick your character until you select it. So there you go, Blizzard. That's how you fix that problem. The whole thing. <laughs> uh, okay, let's move on finally, right? That was the PTR report. Very long. <laughs> Even though it's not that many changes, but there's just a lot to talk about. So uh, a couple weeks ago, there was uh, a lot of news surrounding uh, this law that was passed in China that would force publishers to reveal loop drop rates. Um, so specifically, I'll just read the rules here. Uh, actually, I'll read it the best I can because I think it was translated directly from Chinese. But it says, online game publishers shall, shall promptly, publicly announce information about the name, property, content, quantity, and draw forge probability of all virtual items and services that can be drawn forge on the official website or a dedicated draw probability webpage of the game. The information on draw probability shall be true and effective. Online game publishers shall publicly announce the random draw results by customers on noticeable places of official websites or in-game, and keep records for government inquiry. The record must be kept for more than 90 days. When publishing, oh, sorry, when publishing the random draw results, some measures should be taken to place, uh, taken place to protect user privacy. So basically, they're saying that. Uh, we're just going to use Overwatch for example because that's what we're talking about here. The drop rates for the rares and epics and legendaries and Overwatch need to be public knowledge. They need to know what percentage that is. And then on top of that, you need to produce user data that shows that this is actually happening. That's what uh, you know they're saying. So a lot of people are like, well, this is great because if, if a game goes to China, then they have to have that information in China, which means it's going to be shown, you know, somebody's going to translate it, and now it's going to be shown across the planet, which does make sense. Uh, and if that was the case, that is 100% true. Uh, and uh, me and Crossover were talking about this when we were playing the other day, and he, he thought it would be a good topic for us to talk about, but... Um, that is 100% true if the same game is released in China. And I say that because the, you know, game developers deal with China differently than they do with almost any other market. Uh, China is, ve is, a ver is very different. 
Um, for example, they have uh, rules. Uh, they they have laws, censorship laws that we just don't have anywhere else. Uh-huh. Like I think in World of Warcraft, in the Chinese version of World of War- Warcraft, there are no skulls in the game. There's no skulls or skeletons in the game. Huh. Um, certain characters that are like like undead, so they have like flesh and stuff like that missing. They don't have that missing in the Chinese version of the game. There's a bunch of differences. So actually, so you know, the the Chinese version of WoW is different from the Chinese version everywhere else. Um, Call of Duty as we know it in the United States and across the planet doesn't exist that way in China. China, like, so, you know, in the United States or everywhere else, you buy Call of Duty, a box product, $60, comes with a single player and a multiplayer, right? That doesn't happen in China. In China, there's, they have Call of Duty Online, which is Call of Duty, um, but it's free to play. You know, uh, I, I don't think it's any secret that China has a problem with piracy. Oh. So a lot of games that, you know, games that are paid for over here, it's not surprising that they'd be free to play over there because, you know, they're not going to pirate a free to play game. They, you know, they play it and then they can just spend the money on the end game items that they want to. So, you know, in those cases where the game is actually different, the drop rates that they post for those games probably won't affect our games over here. That makes sense to everybody? Yeah. Class yeah. listening? Yeah. yeah. So, like, yeah, that's... that's. I really didn't talk about it because I didn't think it was that big of a deal, but I have heard it come up on other podcasts. It actually came up on um, uh, In Orbit. They talked about it a little bit, and they were excited about it. Uh, I didn't drop the bad news to them, but maybe I'll let them know over Slack. Jazz got some bad news for you. <laughs> All I'm saying is I would not expect for that law to affect us oh, fuck, specifically no, in Overwatch. Yeah, I would not. I would not um, That's... expect it. And, and any, and even if they like, they put Overwatch in China, um, which I'm not even sure if Overwatch is released in China. Should I, I would think it is. Well, you never you. Never know. I mean, they have Asian, uh, they have Asian servers. Well, an Asia server, I should say. Uh, well, yeah, there's they actually there. Apparently, there's a lot of there's a big ban, I guess. Yeah, there's there's a big ban. So yeah, it is it is over in China. Mm-hmm. So I actually I, I should have looked that up. I didn't think about that. I have to see what the differences are with Overwatch. Um. Overwatch in China and the U.S. version. Well, like I said, I wouldn't necessarily. Plus, let's let's be clear. Um, it probably will be nothing for for Blizzard, even if it is like kind of the same game. Uh, it probably um, would be nothing for Blizzard to just tweak the rates for them. So, um, but yeah, maybe I'll look, I'll look into that a little bit, see what the differences are between China's version of Overwatch and uh, the U.S. version or everybody else's version. But yeah, I wouldn't expect that to really affect us. Yeah, no, don't hold your breath. That that's that's <laughs> not gonna that's no, it's not gonna fly in the states. They have to maintain the illusion. Yeah. Well, more so. likely, just like our legislature just doesn't give a fuck. That's that's more mm-hmm. is what what it's like. Like yeah. it's important over there, but like here, like they don't fucking care. <laughs> they really don't. Uh, so yeah, let's move on to you know. 
Valentine, like, you know, Valentine Day event, maybe? Yes, no? And I'm just going to go ahead and say no, because Jeff Kaplan said no. You mean, you mean <laughs> I'm not going to get a Cupid Hanzo? I'm fucking disappointed. Yeah, I don't think we're going to see... <laughs> fucking disappointed. I don't... Worst game. Five out of ten. Yeah. Not enough hearts. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, we're... I don't think we're going to see Cupid Hanzo. There are some get Valentines. Cupid junk rat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he may just be lying about it, but I thought... I thought that they were going to do a Valentine's Day event. If they're saying, if he's flat out saying no, then I'm like, okay. Like, if he says not, because for the other events, he didn't say no. They just didn't say anything about it at all. If he's like, no, there's not in the works, then I'll just take his word for it. Uh, but there are some vo- new voice lines, some Valentine's Day voice lines between Genji and Mercy. Well, probably because you know, Genji but... got brought back to life from her. So I'm like, I'm sure there's some kind of thing going on there. Yeah, like, there's, there's, uh... Did you guys listen to the voice lines? I have not. Negative. So... You have no. failed this podcast, both of you. <laughs> both of you have failed Would you rather podcast. me... Would you, would you want me to lie to you and say, Yeah, Jared, I totally listened to that shit. Talk no, to me about it. what I wanted you to do... <laughs> what I wanted you to do was listen to the voice lines. Hashtag get it together. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, no, there's short voice lines. It's just basically Mercy. Actually, I'll play them now. How about I do that? Let's play the, let's play the, the Mercy to Genji line now. I got you some chocolates, Genji. Swiss, they're the best. Thank you, Angela. Perhaps you could share them with me? So, you know, Mercy, she's saying to Genji that she wants, uh, well, that she has some chocolates for him. Swiss, and she said it in a very special way. And then Genji's like, oh, maybe we can share them. Bow, 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 bow. Like, that's how that starts. Yeah. <laughs> um, didn't, know, no, uh, I'll play the- didn't know Mercy was into cyborg ninjas. Well, yeah, maybe his whole body isn't machine. Well, I mean, you know she, got, she got you to design probably, you know, make some, <laughs> make some tweaks. Yeah, so... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> here's uh here's Genji's line to Mercy. Angela, I have some chocolates for you. Not Swiss. <sighs> I suppose it will have to do. Thank you, Genji. Okay, so same thing about the chocolates, but he's saying, uh, yeah, I have some chocolates for you. Wince. But they're not Swiss. I better, I better, <laughs> that was so lame. I I uh, I better hear some Winston May lines. I won't be disappointed since they have that glasses thing going on. <laughs> yeah, no, I can live without that. Are yeah, you I sure? Agree. Are you positive? Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I can. Do you not, not want? Do you want not want more awkwardness like that? Like no. Come on. Oh, it you know what would be, be funny? You know what would be really no. funny is if someone hit on Tracer and she just fly out and says, "I'm kind of taken by a girl," <laughs> oh, yeah. and the other guy's was like, "Oh." Okay. Kind of like the uh, the reactions. <laughs> or yeah, it should be like one of the nerd reactions that are going on Twitter right now about Tracer being a lesbian and how they feel like, oh, I was lied to. And, tra- and not- anyways, whatever. We can. Where are you seeing that? I, I, think I haven't did, seen Didn't we that. talk about that? Did, no, I don't know if we talked about that. What, did we talk about that? No, you weren't here for that episode. Yeah, I was like gone. You weren't here for that episode. Yeah, because I was like, I haven't, I have not seen anybody complain about the tracer lesbian thing, right? Uh-huh. What I've seen are people complaining about people complaining. So meta. 
<laughs> That's what I saw. But like, if you, I, I've seen a few. Tell me, we. I've seen a few. You saw a few. I've seen a few. I kind of troll. I trolled the forums a little bit when that happened, just to just to see the reactions. I saw a few. That's the closest thing I saw to that in the forums were people like, do we have to make Overwatch so political? Like, that's what I saw, <laughs> if you want to call that. But I didn't see somebody straight up have a problem with it. Like, with her being a lesbian. You know, like, how could, how could you let this happen? This is a disgrace and a sin before God. Like, I, I didn't just don't see know that. how they didn't see it coming. <laughs> that's but whatever. somebody's daughter's role model. My God. Yeah. <laughs> How dare it be a lesbian? I How know. Dare. God. Don't play The Last of Us, guys. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the DLC, anyway. It's okay. They the don't DLC. count DLC as part of the real game. All right. Oh. Totally. The comic book and the DLC was not canon at all. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who else would you guys like to see as love interests in games? Um,. Are we really? Wait, did we really just open this podcast up to shipping? <laughs> like we are totally yep. talking about shipping people right now. Oh yeah, dude, I want to see something that nobody would expect, like you know, fucking McCree and Reaper being jilted lovers. You know, <laughs> something that nobody would see that coming. And the Widowmakers, I think. Um. <laughs> You shot my I eye genuinely out. Thought no one's a better shooter than me. Butt. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and move on. Uh, let's talk a bit about map rotation. This is something that actually just came up right oh my before God. we recorded. Here we go. Yeah, my, hey, Michael's already upset just, just by Bond <sighs> mentioning it. But I'm going to let Bond go ahead and talk about it a little bit. Go for it, Bond. All right, so Tuesday came around. And I don't play as much as Mikey does, and I was also having a, uh, a shit immune system this past week. But I did get some time in an Overwatch. I probably put in about 20 to 24 hours over the course of the week and the weekend. And as I went through all of that, I saw Oasis once in quick play. And it wasn't even on the first day either. It was a, It was Saturday, and I played, I think, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I finally saw Oasis. And it was once. It was a very pretty map. Didn't see anything else otherwise, just uh, barely. I had one Eichenwald I played, maybe two. Otherwise, I had a lot of Numbody, and I had a lot of Anubis. I fucking hate Numba, or I hate uh, Anubis. I played it so sounds, goddamn much. Sounds to me like you just had a bad luck weekend. Yeah, that's what it was. I'm. That's like how when Eichenwald dropped, and Eichenwald was another map that I barely saw. No, huh. I, all right, I didn't remember, they have a brawl for that where you could just if you I really wanted to play Eichenwald. Eichenwald, you could just go in there and. Uh, I know play you keep Eichenwald. on mentioning the brawl, but that's not the pr- game's like premier mode. Oh, so play. you don't want to go into the mode where everyone's trying out the new map? You just want it to no, just happen. No, I don't. Yes. I'd like okay. to come across it with quick play with random people. Okay. All right. Yeah, that, I, I have to agree with Bond on this. The problem isn't that, you know, yeah, yeah sure, you can go into a mode where you play that map 24-7, uh, but some people don't necessarily want to do that. Like, even if you learn the map, right? Let's say, you, so you go into the arcade first so that you can learn how to play it, right? Mm-hmm. And you learn how to play mm-hmm. it. So, okay, fine. Let's say you, you play a couple games back-to-back. Okay, I'm good. I know the maps. Let's go. 
but it's still a newer map than the older ones, and you still want to play it a bit more. Now, I've played all three, with the exception of PC, so I, I definitely played... Um, Oh no! Well, since last week, I have I did play on PC one night, mm-hmm. so I have played um, Overwatch on all three consoles over the last week, and I have only seen the map twice, and it was and both times it was on Xbox. I have not seen the map on PS4. Thank God, because I probably would have lost my shit <laughs> <laughs> this weekend on PS4 seeing that map. But um, yeah, so not not on PS4, not on PC. I saw it twice. And that was it. I mean, I don't. I mean, I I, I actually know the, the the Oasis maps pretty well because I played it in PTR too. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but since it's a new map, I do want to play it a bit more frequently than the other maps that are old. Now, the map that I get the most is definitely Lijiang Tower. I get that map all the time uh, when oh, I play. That drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually not tired of it. I'm not tired of Lijiang Tower. I'm, I'm I'm not tired of it, uh, surprisingly. But I get it all the time. I would love if newer maps uh, had a higher rotation rate. Now, I'm not saying that you gotta make it every third or fourth map. But, dude, if I play ten maps... Sounds uh-huh. like if you're not getting the map you want to play, you should just go into the mode that gives you the map. You want to play? You, I think you're missing the <laughs> point. No, you're missing the, like, missing the point. You're missing the point. Look, here's my okay. So the then here's here. my point. Let's say you increase that map rotation or whatever. What about the people that play like I don't know four hours a day or four hours every other day or etc. More than what y'all are playing, right? Yeah. I that means that player is going to be on Oasis and Oasis. And Oasis. And I'm like, and at one point you're just like, why am I getting Oasis so much? There's a fucking game mode for people if they just want to go play Oasis. So look at it from the perspective of you're not going to get Oasis that much. So you're saying, oh, but there's other game modes that are in there. If you're waiting it, if you're going to wait it, you're going to get it more than the average map. Yes. And I'm okay with getting it more than the average. However, one fucking time. Out of like twenty five <laughs> hours, almost. I, there's a if you're mad it, about okay. the. I'm sorry, your so luck is map shit. Is what? I literally so got that map what? a lot of times. Your luck each is map shit. Is, like I so can't each help map you with luck. And the rotation is maybe what zero to five minutes. Well, let me tell total. you. Like I hate to maybe tell you, maybe seven this. minutes total. I, so you got about you got zero to seven minutes for a full rotation, mm-hmm. attacking and defending, yep. or capture the yep. flag and something like that. Yep. Now, if you're going through that and you're playing for four hours, yep. Seeing Oasis maybe two or three times in that four hour play probably isn't that big of a you deal. You know how many how many maps are there right now? Like what? There are two, four, six, eight maps. Eight maps. Eight or nine maps. Takes about I, I don't know. Let's because you got to do attack and defense on one map. You might have to yep. go through three rounds. So let's say that's about what twenty minutes. Um, I'd say you're pushing it a little bit for that, maybe, but depends. It's like between between five and fifteen minutes a map, depending on what. Okay, you're so fifteen minutes a map. So let's see, four. So that gives you about you will you've gone through eight maps in two hours. Mm-hmm. So that means you've got. Two, so that means you'll go through 16 maps in like four hours, obviously. So in those 16 maps, you're going to randomly get them. I mean, it doesn't matter like 
if you get like you can't tell but i'm making air quotes when you said randomly okay <laughs> go figure well like what what are you going to tell you like it's luck and guess what as we get more maps it's going to be less likely to even get the maps that you even did like more but that's okay though because i'm gonna sure shit play a fuck ton of numbani and anubis <laughs> King's Row, it's barely going to see that The problem one. here, the problem I'm hearing is that it shouldn't be random. It shouldn't be luck. Maps should be on a rotation. Overwatch has more than enough players to have to, you know, once you play a map, you know, eliminate it from your rotation until you play a certain amount of other maps. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, that should be more... I think that's more unfair. Like, I'm talking... Like, when I say, like, boosted chances, like, if I played Oasis one out of every ten maps, I would have been okay. Same here. One out of every ten maps, I would have been okay. But there's not even ten maps. So one out of every eight maps, I would have been fine. I questioned after playing for about four hours on the first day. One out of every eight maps would have been, you would have literally gotten one that map if literally would have been the same chances of getting like one map per round like that means you got like king's row whatever so you're talking you are talking about just doing it in a linear fashion instead of random generation okay yeah that's all that's all you want so after after you do the so after you do new body you're gonna go through seven more maps before you get new body again yep i'd be perfectly fine with that Mm -hmm. that that method gives me a better that would have me playing oasis more mm-hmm. than i am right now so yep. yes yep okay i don't want to go on or a you can just map. play the game mode that says here's oasis play the fuck out of i You're shouldn't have the point to. again i shouldn't it's have not to. just if i want to play oasis i only want to play oasis for sure i'm fine but bond is right here you should not have to so you shouldn't have to, to click oasis mode. oh that was great i'm tired of oasis Quick, quick play, and then just get something else. No, man, not the game where the premier the menu game is mode so is fucking play. hard, guys. <laughs> like, I am usually the first to person to go. So hard. Dude, I'm the first person to go and yell at people when it comes to making quick strokes and being lazy as shit. Oh, what's that? You can't type y o u apostrophe r e. That's literally what I'm hearing R. about. Like, oh, I didn't get to play no, Oasis when it was right there. This is different. How this is, is this different, different here because this is the premier game mode for this game. Yeah, where the biggest pool, where the largest pool of players are Right, playing. so why wouldn't you join the fucking queue with... Uh, no, he's talking about quick oh, play. Okay. There's more players playing. There's more players yeah. playing quick play. You have a larger, cool, a larger pool of players, excuse me, playing quick play, so therefore your games are going to be more varied. Mm-hmm. If you're staying in the mode where it's just Oasis only, you're definitely playing with a smaller pool of players, you're going to be getting the same matchups, and it's, it's going to be the people that fast. really know how to go and play the map, and the really... Well, just, well, I mean, like, if you think about, like, it's basically that, that arcade mode where you play Oasis all the time mm-hmm. is like a 24-7 dust server, yep. right? And when you go to a 24-7 <laughs> dust server, that shit gets old Sounds like you should have been on day fast. one. That's, I was on day one. That's it. The 24-7 Dust server gets old really fast, not because you get tired of playing Dust, because you get tired of the same people playing yes. Dust. Dust is an amazing map. 
by the way. <laughs> so is office. Mid. But um <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like yeah, so the same thing, twenty four seven on the office server, like you'll get tired of playing against the same people. Oh my god. The only thing that really keeps you in there is if people are leaving and coming back. You know, old people are leaving, new people are coming in. And it's the same thing with with this, you know, you want the first of all, there's a lot of people who don't even go into the arcade. So they would never even know. And I think it should be the it should be increased in the rotation uh-huh. of quick play. Not just for people who want to play it, but because you need to force players to play it, even if they don't want to, so that they learn how to play it. Uh-huh. Yep, I got to play the map once, and it was a really pretty map. It was very cool. It is. And I only got it to is. play in two parts of it, and I I took time to look around and actually go through the uh, you know the waiting area. I looked through there. I tried to find all the places, and I think I have a good layout for the map. But still, I was like, just once, what happened to the fucking variation here, man? I was like, I'm starting to get really you know bored of waiting for this to come through. Or you can, yeah, I you know, I I think this is the problem with the map rotation now because yeah. I definitely uh, last I week play more King's Row had uh, I had what I had a rotation that was Lijiang Tower in Nepal. Lijing Tower, King's but Row. But I could go Lijing talk to Tower, somebody else and be like, Nepal. they were like, I had King's Row like 10 times last weekend. Oh my God. Like, it's literally yeah, so just like, it's, it's user experience. <laughs> like, everyone, like, it, it, everyone's going to have a different story. Like, everybody has, no, in this case, everybody's having the same experience with different maps. It's a problem. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. I it's mean, a, if everybody's having the same experience with different maps. I mean, it's a problem. Top, you know, out of the nine maps that are out there, the top four for me are almost always Anubis at the top with Numbani, Nepal, is that and Hanamura. Your, is that your least favorite map, though? Lijiang Tower? What, Anubis? Yeah. It's not my least favorite map. It's the most played one, which really loses the flavor really fucking quick. I wish I played Anubis more. I, I like want to play Anubis, King's Road man. and Oasis more. Eichenwald is a ton of fun too. I really, I, I really just want to like. I wish there was like some stat tracking on like maps played, just to be like, I agree. just so I could see like how many times you've actually played like Anubis to, compared to other maps, mm-hmm. and it might just be like you just don't like that map, and every time you play it, it feels like you've just played more of it because you just dislike it so much. <laughs> like, I, that, I, 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 like I literally Anubis. feel like there's some kind of like psychological thing with that. Anubis is a ton of fun. If you have the right people playing it with you, I don't have a problem with the map. I enjoy that map, especially as defending. It's a ton of fun to go and do, but it's the same goddamn map over and over. Where's King's Row? Where's Eichenwald? Where's Oasis? They're there. Hell, I had Eichenwald off the ass this weekend, but I played like my least favorite I map played is like Lijiang Tower. I don't know That's how many also hours. one of the ones I don't see that much. Like Jossie's leisuring yeah. all the time. I also I feel like this much. is also a discrepancy in time played. Well, yeah, I mean, you play. Yeah. Mike's played triple the amount of hours of Bond. Almost, almost triple the amount of hours of Bond. Almost triple the hour, the amount of hours of me. Like between all three of my consoles, I think I've only played. Well, if I, I'm not including my beta time. Well, I'm not my beta either. Time, I spent a lot of time. Playing yeah, that. I'm not including that. But if you just inc- include the time from the time Overwatch came out, I've, I've played like 124 hours. Basically. Yeah, I played 300 and something hours of just live Overwatch, not counting my beta time. Right. Yeah. So. So yeah. I also play a lot of other games too, though. So. I mean, I've. Who? It is winter right now. 
Oh, I mean, I play game. I mean, I've played other games. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I've got Gravity Rush sitting there. I've got Final Fantasy 15. I got through. Uh, I, I mean, I play oh. other shit. I just, I just fucking play games. <laughs> yeah, Fix my I'm rotation. on a website. Sorry, a little outburst there. <laughs> I run a podcast network. What? <laughs> A yeah, podcast yeah. now. That's that's that that's where my other two hundred hours are. Yeah, like he's busy editing while I go play shit. Basically, is what happened. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, yeah, it's. I think that the map system does need work. I, I agree with Mike. Like Mike has a point that if you mm-hmm. if you just want to play that map, sure, go ahead into the into the arcade. But that having it well, show up at least as much as the other maps. Or more than the other did, maps when it first comes out is healthy for the community. Did we ever entertain the idea that they lowered the rate, the weight on Oasis because there's a map that basically there's a mode that says play it to your heart's content, and they wanted to fill that key with people, so they made it harder to get Oasis in quick play to push oh, people in that hate direction. That if they did that, I would hate that Possibly, so much. But that'll be a, a, a very very stupid thing to do because most people, first of all, a lot of people. They, they'll see the announcement that Oasis is out and then forget that's out. Like, once they play a few maps and don't see it. Like, most people aren't... Like, Overwatch has a very... A lot of the Overwatch community, people that play the game, they're a pretty casual crowd. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if they only play quick play, and then if it doesn't show up in quick play, when it finally does show up, it's like, what's this? I've only played this map once or twice. Well, I mean, that's what I'm I think to they're trying play. to push people to arcade just because the loot box is one. And two, I I mean, it, to me, like, they have to fill that queue because they made it. So the only way to get people into that queue would be make Oasis more limited in quick play. I disagree completely. How would, okay, That's... how would you get people into an, an Oasis-only queue? An Oasis-only queue? Yeah, how do you... an incentive there. Don't fuck over the people. There's an incentive already there. there. It's called the night. It's the three win loot boxes. That's fine. That's all they need. Technically speaking, technically speaking, they don't have to have like the Oasis only queue doesn't actually have to be filled with people who only want to play Oasis. Now, now that I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about it again. If they wanted to, basically anybody who signs up for Oasis only. Basically, all other maps are eliminated from their queue temporarily, and then everybody else, like they can fill. If the queue doesn't have enough, they players, drop into quick play. They could fill Oasis. it from quick play. Yeah, yeah. So technically speaking, they really don't have to do that. So I think that, like, that's the thing. The loot boxes. I don't think they. I don't think they want to push people toward loot boxes. If anything, I think loot boxes are the hook. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. So. Uh, but no, I mean, you make a point. You never know. Like, who knows what they're thinking? Fucking Jeff Kaplan. No beard having Jeff Kaplan. No Valentine's uh, beard nah, having that, Jeff Kaplan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I don't, yeah, something we, I don't know. I just do think that map, like mapping in general, like it's something I've had on mind for a while and mom brought it up. I'm like, eh, that's a good point. I think that the, the, like, you know, the map rotation needs work. So you're playing the maps more evenly. So. Uh, let's, before we close up here, we're going to get into a, uh, community email from Sumicidal. He sent something to the show last week. Um, uh, let me pull it up here. Uh, here we go. And so, uh, before I get back to playing, thanks for the great episodes over the past few weeks have been running behind listening. Thank you a lot for listening. We appreciate it. Um, 
Uh, yeah, well, it's been the, it was the holiday season. Everybody was kind of uh, busy. We could see that based on the listener numbers, and I could see that at the beginning of January, people were popping back. Well, out. I mean, so welcome that's, back. That's that's to be expected. <laughs> like, I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah, welcome back. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I hope you had a good holiday. Uh, that's me saying that to him, not him saying that to us, because he's rude. No, I'm joking. Shit. <laughs> uh, Throwing joking. shade on readers. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, but here he is also saying, um, the team building idea from two to three episodes uh, sounds great if people were interested and interested in playing during the day on weekdays for my lame ass. I think it is because I think he works at nights. That's That's why. Uh, I'm pretty sure you can't be the only one in this group that, that works, you know, nights. So we'll see. Uh, my comment from the first third of today's show uh, is that although Oasis is more complicated. Okay, he's talking about last week. Sorry. So uh, my comment from the third, uh, first third of today's show is that although Oasis is more complicated, I feel it may be wasted on a King of the Hill map as wandering around the map is not always the best idea. You can pretty much win every map if you keep three to four on the point as these idiots keep getting lost or something. That's the end of the email, by the way. I think it's the end of the email, I'm pretty sure. Let me double check. Double check. Okay, you want to work? There we go. All right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is the end of the email. No, I agree. I think we. I mentioned that last week that, uh, you know, the complexity of the map is going to be wasted because I think it's, everybody's just going to be drawn into the middle. And they're only going to use that part of the map. They're going to be drawn to the e- uh, the middle of each of those maps or to the control point of each of those maps. And then that's going to be well, yeah. They're not really going to use the the different uh, hallways and stuff no, like that. No, because you want to control the point. So, I mean. Exactly. It would. I think it would have been much more. If they would have taken that map. And instead of making it three maps, maybe make it two maps instead uh, where they combine them to turn it into a payload map or something. I literally thought you like know? this was, this map was like I literally for a while there thought like they tested they tested capture the flag on this and it didn't fucking work. Uh, maybe I, part of me like literally maybe, felt yeah. like this was a CTF map and they realized it didn't work and they repurposed it into King of the Hill. The the map I think it's called I forget what it's called it's called it's like the library or something like that the one that has the low uh, middle with the health pack in the center of the point the one that has the hole in the middle yeah yes. with the health pack down below uh, that one if you if you make that map symmetrical like if you turn it and make it symmetrical it would have been a perfect capture the flag map with the flag being on the high point that sits above the point right now yeah perfect capture the flag map symmetrical. Uh, so yeah, I, I kind of agree with that, but I just don't think capture the flag is going to work with Overwatch. No, and that's why I, I think they tried it. Like I think they were like, let's test this, and they're like, this doesn't fucking work, and they repurposed it, and they're like, okay, we got to get this out because people have heard it and looked at it and shit like that. So let's just make it King of the Hill, and yeah. we'll try other yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't think they rushed it. Don't get me wrong. Um, I think once they decided that Capture Flag wasn't going to work, they probably reworked it into a King of the Hill map because it's beautiful, it's complex, it's nice. I think they did, did their due diligence on it. I just think that the complexity, just like Summer said, I think the complexity is going to be of the map is going to be wasted because you know it just everybody's going to get funneled to the same place anyway. Well, I mean that's the problem with King of the Hill. I feel like um, Ilios is not. There are certain like I think the lighthouse on Ilios 
doesn't get yeah. enough love for like all the houses and all the innerways and shit like that because of uh the the focal point in Ilios. Yeah, mm. like that's the thing. Like King of the Hill maps really don't need to be that complex because everybody's going to the same place. Right. And <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh but thank you for writing in Suicidal. Always appreciate it when you uh write into the show. Uh but yeah, that's gonna bring us to the end of the show. A couple things we wanna go over before we close up. Uh last week that talked about uh, you know, Overwatch stories. It's something that we'd like to start doing with the audience. Like if you have any funny stories from playing, so you have like, you know, a funny story or a surprising story, maybe even an angry story. Uh, you know, we want to hear about them. <laughs> we, so please, like... We huh? want to hear ahead. about your salt. Give me all the salt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we want to hear about them. So you, you can write in, or if you want to, you could actually just, you know, you can record yourself, um, you know, talking about it if you don't feel like writing it in, and then send us the file. Um, or, I mean, I can find a way. Maybe, I mean, I don't know, maybe I'll set up like a Google voicemail. And you guys can call in and talk to, you know, just tell us, you know, give us your funny shit. And we'll, you know, we'll bring it up on the show. Share it with the rest of the community. Uh, yeah, so if you want to do that, that would be really cool. I think it's, it'll, be some, it'll be nice to hear from you guys and, 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 you know, interact with you guys on that level. So let us, you know, tell us your stories. Tell us your Overwatch stories. So uh, we also are still taking suggestions for the 50th, 50th episode. I have some ideas in mind. Nothing uh, set in stone so far, but, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, speaking of 50th episode or milestones, this is our actual one-year anniversary, this show. Uh, this is, you know, on uh, January 11th, 2015, we released the first episode of Watchpoint Radio, which is actually a, it was actually a um, special edition. When we first started the, series, the, the podcast... We released uh, four episodes that were about the class types: one, you know, one on offense, one on defense, one on uh, uh, tanks, and one on supports. So those were the first four episodes, and then we finally had episode one start out in February, the same week that beta came back, and it worked out perfectly. So uh, yes, yeah, one year we've uh, we've had a good time. We've at least I've had a good time. You I've know, had a good I've time. only missed Fucking one awful. episode. Fucking awful time. <laughs> Why the fuck am I here? This is blah. That's because you hate yourself secretly, Mike. So <laughs> says the man in shambles. <laughs> yeah, the man in shambles that's recorded, you know, 38 of these things. You recorded, I don't know. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> Still don't know how you pulled off a one-man show and made it, like, halfway interesting. So kudos to you. Yeah. I, <laughs> it was all anger and yeah, salt. Yeah, that... I, I I wonder sometimes like how I did that too. Like I don't even know. Like <laughs> now when I think about doing a show you, solo, the, the salt drove you. <laughs> yeah, like that, that show was definitely fueled by salt. That Ample show was salt. completely fueled by salt. So, uh, but yeah, we've um, you know, over the past year, uh, obviously a lot has changed with Overwatch. Um, we were very happy that it launched successfully. We were really happy that you know it had so many oh, players, and you know, since it was so popular, you know. There was a lot of people that I got to meet now because of that. I really enjoy playing with the community. So that's probably my uh, favorite thing from the last year is uh, doing the podcast, people from the community reaching out to us and me getting to know some of the community, getting you guys on my friend list for Xbox Live and PSN and PC. 
Uh, so far, all of you guys have been great. I haven't met one asshole yet. <laughs> Knock <laughs> uh, on wood. <laughs> yeah. 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 No. Like it's funny hearing Matt AF like when I play with him, him trying to reason with his kid. Oh. You know, can I have the chair back, please? <laughs> can I have the chair back, please? It's not uncommon Aww. to hear. <laughs> that's cute. So, yeah. So I think that's uh, that that was pretty funny and uh, one of my favorite moments, at, not at the time, but now, is when Time was had to leave one of my placement matches to go take care of his daughter. <laughs> and we were winning. Oh, never before has that happened to me. <laughs> but it was—it's all good. I, I, I laugh about it now. Like, wow, that's—it it actually just showed us the power. It, it, it kind of reinforced the power of that one player can have. Because I mean, timeless can remember we were crushing those guys, man. Mm-hmm. And then timeless left with sixty seconds, and we got overrun. I'm like, what? Like, one what one player <laughs> can sway a fight. That's all it takes. Yeah, like he was, and that shows how important he was in that fight. But yeah, it, it's a good time. I've played with him since. Um, love playing with you guys, and I'm looking forward to doing another year, and then if possible, another year, and then another year, uh, as long as we can. Um, you guys are pretty great. So, uh, yeah, one year anniversary for us today. I didn't want to. I, mean, I, I was like, well, what can we do? And by the time I realized that was one year, I'm like, ah, it's too close to the show. We can't do anything special. That's what I'm trying to. You know, bring I'm trying to get the 50th episode together, so we'll see. Um, but speaking of communities and how much we love to play with you guys, we do have communities on PSN and we have a club on Xbox Live. They're both called Watchpoint Radio Overwatch. If you listen to the show and you play on console either, please join that community or club. We'd love to play with you guys. Um, I've been trying to send out invites to some of you guys on Xbox Live when I see you on. I guess maybe I'm missing you. Uh, and you're not getting the invites, but I'm trying to at least uh, when when I do play, make like an announcement like, "Hey, we're getting on," or uh, "Hey, you know this." And we we tried to do the the scheduled thing before. I'm gonna try to get back on that right now. It's just a really the last two months have been actually pretty hectic for me. We got some new stuff we're really trying out here on the network, and since I'm at the center of all that, um, you know. John does what he can. So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna try to be more active there. If I missed your, any messages or if I if I didn't get a chance to play with you, I know sometimes I'll have like my PS4 on in the background and like Hulu's up. But for some reason, when Hulu's up, it shows me playing my last game that I played, which is usually Overwatch. And when I turn around, finally, I'll see I have like four or five notifications from people that want to play. Yeah, sorry about that. I'm not just ignoring you. Most of the time, I'm not even paying attention. To the PS4. So, but yeah, we definitely want to play with you guys. Join those clubs and communities. Uh, we also have a Discord server that's open. It's discord.formash.com. Oh, no, sorry. That's wrong. That's wrong. It's this. It's discord.mash4.me. There we go. Sorry about that. <laughs> if you go to discord.mash4.me, it will bring up uh, our uh, Discord server and you can just hop in there. If you hop in there, shoot me a message. Let me know you you listen to the podcast, like Azure's community member. And I'm trying to grow the community there because it's you know it's really fast chat across all platforms, and you know maybe uh you know form some teams and or or at least teams for the night and and, and get that going. Uh, Sumasato did mention that we were try, you know we I did bring up the idea to form up some teams so that we can try to more effectively help people climb the ranks. But he's the only one who actually replied back to it, so I guess nobody else really wants to do it, which is fine. So we'll just continue to 
do things the way we always have. Um, lastly, I do want to talk about Heroes of Overwatch. It's a Facebook group that uh, you can actually find a lot of um, great players and people that to help you out if you want to get a group going and play Overwatch. Uh, there are people on Xbox and PS4 and PC, so uh, check out Heroes of Overwatch on Facebook when you get a chance. Uh, but now, let's completely end the show. <laughs> Thank you for listening. We are available on multiple platforms, probably your platform of choice. We are on iTunes. We are on Overcast for iOS. We are on Google Play Music. We are on Stitcher Smart Radio. We are on Player.fm. We are on Pocket Casts. We are on SoundCloud. And we have an RSS feed. Uh, if you have your own RSS reader or a podcatcher or whatever you want to call it, and all the links are available right on the Mashless Buttons website. We are on Twitter.com slash MTB site, Facebook.com slash Mashless Buttons, and YouTube.com slash Mashless Buttons. Bond, tell them where you're at. I am at, uh, shit. You know, I still don't know it yet. What? Did I'm you kidding. make paint it's chips underscore. as a child that you cannot remember that? <laughs> underscore. Like underscore. Are you deficient? <laughs> Fuck all you guys. I'm not finishing now. Nope. <laughs> Listen no, to a couple podcasts ago. It. You'll hear it. No, I'm kidding. Underscore Emery PF. Maybe you should change it to something more memorable. I know, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> how about you, Mike? You can find me at key underscore L-O-C-K-E underscore. Yes. And I am uh, underscore Ja underscore. You can uh, reach out to me there. Uh, like I said, we do love hearing from you guys, so several ways to contact us uh primarily there's wpr at mashthosebuttons.com uh there's also a contact form on the website but you can definitely reach out to us via twitter or send us a message on facebook uh like i said we love hearing from you guys so just uh if you got something to say or if you agree or even disagree uh, with what we say feel free to send us a message the only person who really gets angry about it is mike and that's okay so i think we'll be okay with that <laughs> Uh, yeah, and so uh, if you do enjoy the podcast and you want to help us out, uh, the, really the best way to do that is to share the podcast with others uh, who you think will enjoy the podcast, but also to rate and review the podcast on your platform of choice. Like, I don't think you guys realize how much that really helps us out. We're a four-star show on, on iTunes right now, and that feels real good when I go see it. Whenever I'm like, I really should just stop doing this whole thing. I go look at that and it makes me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks a lot for that. And like I said, it helps us out a lot when we do that. Uh, I definitely encourage you guys to stay tuned right after the show to hear what's coming up this week on Matchless Buttons. And you can go to matchlessbuttons.com slash shows to see all of our podcasts, get the latest on you know, what's going on. So uh, as always, thank you guys for listening and we will catch you guys next week. Take it easy. Take care, everyone. See you on the next one. Thank you for choosing a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Here's what's coming up this week on Mash Those Buttons. On Monday, January 9th, Jorge, David, and Jordan transmit in orbit, this week continuing their analysis of Destiny and discussing social spaces and endgame. 
On Tuesday, January 10th, Nick, Ray, Jeremy, and Eric bring you the latest in Warcraft on WoW Talk. This week talking about patch 7.1.5 and Diablo and Overwatch in Warcraft. On Wednesday, January 11th, Jarrett, Mikey, and Bond bring you the latest in Overwatch and its community on Watchpoint Radio. This week talking about Roadhog's hook nerf, upcoming character balance, and celebrating our one-year anniversary. On Friday, January 13th, Mike, Rob, and Luke bring you the latest in the division on SitRep Radio. This week talking about the state of the Dark Zone with one of the original Elite Task Force members and host of What Remains podcast, Deep Fried Dave. To find more information on all of our shows, go to mashthosebuttons.com slash shows. And to see our full podcast schedule, visit mashthosebuttons.com slash schedule.